0: Alright. Hello chaps. Good week. Yeah, it's all
1: right.
0: It's all right.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As weeks go.
0: So so what have you been listening to? Anything different, new, podcasts, nah. audiobooks? Nah, I
2: listened to absolute silence today and it was quite refreshing in the van. Quite like, like you like, didn't put anything n- on Yeah, for my, my commute to yeah. to work, which was quite long I didn't put anything on. Oh. For the first time in a long time. And it was a bit weird. But then I kinda of sailed into it. I was like this is quite nice. Yeah. Couldn't you get radio four? Uh I could have. I had a multiple selection of radio stations, but I just I had Spotify, I had iPods. Just thought, nah, not today. Yeah. So
1: we're starting a podcast about music. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about celebrating not listening to music. <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: it. <laughs> I think that the worst is when uh, when um when I, when I can't get my phone to play in the van or something and all that's left is you know, FM radio and it's just like the afternoon play on Radio 4 and I'm not even just like, no, nah, nah, mate. <laughs>
2: <can't."> <laughs> I think that was part <laughs> of the problem. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll have the
0: voices in the head, thanks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I, I think <laughs> I
2: started the journey with intention to listen to some podcasts and stuff, but I didn't. I was in a rush and yeah. by the time I was sort of driving I didn't want to faff around the phone and I like you I would not I just can't I can't listen to BBC Radio yeah. one, two and well maybe four sometimes but I'd rather <laughs> just not listen <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: so I can already feel like I'm the odd one out in this podcast <laughs> I do listen to music but Radio 4 yeah I love it when I'm driving
0: yeah I do but but I, that'd be my thing of choice if uh, if I've only got an FM, but, um, but yeah, I just sometimes it's like, nah, this is just not what. So who? Not there for me.
1: You with a gravelly voice. Do you want to introduce <clears throat> yourself?
0: Hello, everybody. I'm Ed, and I've got <clears throat> yeah a bit of a sore throat at the moment. <laughs> so I'm not not firing all four cylinders, but yeah, I'm Ed, and I'm the gobby one. not only
1: the gobby one the dabby one so you're the first person i've ever met who installed their own DAB radio into Uh, a
0: car yeah and years Uh, before and years before i spent a lot of money on that and now he's so out of date that radio it's crazy but it's so was it not
2: integral to the head unit then
0: when you installed it or was no like i had just uh it was when we had barry yeah it uh, was a
2: had a the the yeah,
0: yeah, built in. I had right. I put that head unit in myself because I'm such a DIYer. <laughs> yeah, I can put a head unit in. But, um, but yeah, I put it in, in. Gee whiz, that was years ago. I got it for my 30th, actually. So that, yeah, seven years ago. And what yeah, no you giving, no giving the game them, away on No them. one Adam, No <laughs> one had DABs, in Kadabs. So we got no gravely voiced
1: Ed 37, yeah. DAB enthusiast.
0: Yeah, have car wheel travel. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, Mike 1.
2: Yeah, that's me. Mike. I'm Will. Uh, You probably won't hear me say a lot, but when I do talk, it's well worth listening to. (laughs) I can't agree more.
1: (laughs) So we should put a little audio beep so you know when to hit repeat on your (laughs) podcast player for Will.
2: Yeah. I listen to silence. You listen to silence. But you also, you play music, right? I have done, yeah. I'm not playing right now, but I have done for quite a while. Um, from school through college, leaving college, um, it's something I've never really kind of thought aid in. It's just mm. something more of a hobby, really. I guess. Nice. Yeah, yeah. A few different instruments: viola, violin, rock viola. Not rock viola, no, no. So violin, viola, bass guitar, double bass, which was a bit of a disaster. I haven't got big enough hands. Right. Um, you know what I say about that. Small hands, small gloves. Play the lens. violin. Right. <laughs>
0: yeah. And mic number three.
1: Mike number three. Uh, so I'm Sam. I am a podcast. Hi,
0: Sam. Hello, Ed. <laughs>
1: Hi, Will. Nice to meet you. Hey, hey listener. Nice to hear you too. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of musically, I dabble with music. I'm not a mass enthusiast, but I've always listened to music, different styles, um, played bits and bobs. Um, And like Will, um, also quite small hands, played the violin, (laughs) Um, but also never really excelled at it. So it's always been a hobby for me Um, and a casual enthusiast, I suppose. Mm. Um, But yeah, I'm looking forward to um, having a chat with you guys about things we love about music, what it means to us, tell a few stories, maybe even make a few jingles, perhaps. Oh, yeah. Lay down a few tracks. We have
0: got a band, actually, because the only instrument I've ever played is the drums when I was a wee nipper. Mm. And uh, my, my glory was... Can you ter- still remember those days? What? <laughs> Ed, 37. <laughs> 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 yeah, the only thing... My biggest glory was... Um, purple haze in front of a school in the assembly oh yeah yeah oh, that's, I so that's nice. just a but no it was <laughs> what full on kit or just like yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. a tambourine no proper full kit my nice. parents brought me full kit as well that's great so middle class so yeah, he brought me drum kit but um yeah that's but yeah so your guitar your bass <laughs> yeah hit, whack some skins yeah and uh, you got a God. bit of a
1: singing voice, Sammy? <laughs> well, yeah, <it's laughs> yeah, working on it. I'm, I'm about to start singing lessons. If that counts, I don't think it counts. Ask me in a few months. Okay. Mm. Have you had one yet? It's
2: face. Nope. Uh, okay, it's on the list.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've done the usual shower singing. I'm quite pro- prolific as a shower <laughs> singer. <laughs> I can really belt yeah. it
2: out. <laughs> there was um, my when you're talking about playing instruments, not I didn't know you, you played the drums. Um but my my mum she said one of her biggest regrets is not learning an instrument. Like she sings in a choir, which is, gives her like that kind of um I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Outlet or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. So um I think even if you just do it as a hobby, just to be able to, to pick an instrument up and just play something, I think that's there's a lot to be said for that. And I'm really guilty of I picked up a bass guitar for nearly ten months. It's ridiculous. So just keep keep playing. Yeah. Um, don't stop. Yeah. Yeah, Will.
1: Keep playing. <laughs> Get on it, Will. <laughs> my
0: I remember speaking to a friend of mine in uh over in New Zealand and he was saying that. The reason he got good at guitar was because he learned guitar when he was a teenager and when you're a teenager you got nothing to do <laughs> a bit different now perhaps with the internet in your bedroom but but like he was just like I just played and played really? and played and played and that's, that's it. what is it 100,000 repetitions or something what is it to make a genius 10,000 10,000 hours I saw him <laughs> you Knows like, know, uh, so, I To become an expert, if you
1: do something for ten thousand hours, they reckon you're an expert. How do you break that then, down
2: into into weeks and, and years? It's into. I'll grab my calculator. Doings. <laughs> so, and, and the
0: best example I heard of it was golf. And right. They reckon that most golfers hit their peak at about the same. There's a, a age window that they all hit it, and then they break it down to you'd play so many rounds of golf a week. And, and then that eventually, re- 10,000 hours, you say? Mm, I think so. Mm-hmm. 10,000 hours is whatever of that magic age is that right. most hit it. In the jungle, 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 in right, the jungle. Who's going to play a track first? You are. So what we're going to do is um, we're going to have this thing that's probably going to evolve a better name. Maybe not. Um Oh, maybe we could put it out to the listeners. Oh, yeah, email in. Yeah. Us on the back of the postcard, usually. address. You can reach us email on Twitter.
1: Yeah. Ha- find us on Twitter, Sonic Yarns, or you can email us, hello at sonicyarns.co.uk. Great plug. If you're not yeah. sure, check out the website, <laughs> sonicyarns.co.uk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So Great. that was um, Radiohead, idiotech from their uh, 2000 album Kid A. Uh, tune. How you want to do it? you go, you're, You, Sam, you know it.
2: Well, it's your tune. You picked yeah,
0: it. absolutely. But Will, you, you said just as we started listening
2: to it, you weren't. You didn't. You'd not heard it before. Well, I've never, I've never explored Radiohead, right. and I know a lot of people, like yourself, Sam, and uh, some good friends of mine, have. You know they're really, really into Radiohead, but I've just never, I've never found like listened to a song and thought oh, I really want to listen to more of that. Yeah. But equally, when you put that on, I didn't have a, that, to that in my mind of what Radiohead is. That was nothing like what I think Radiohead is. Yeah. So yeah, that was quite refreshing. Cool. I
0: liked it. I'm I'm glad. Um, even on those, that we got a little Bluetooth speaker in the studio here, but um, we're going to work on that. But um, I, I, I spent uh, the slightly loaded question at the beginning of the podcast of what have you been listening to? Because right. the most thing I've been listening to this week is that entire album, trying right. to nail it down. to so what track am I going to play you to? Because like, that is an example of is just a snapshot of that track like that album sorry it's a snapshot of the album that out the whole album is is kind of that it's that body of work which is kind of what i wanted to is the thing is the the music which i'm sort of talking about tonight and um because it just it i had preconceptions of radiohead and and it was the whole you know, OK Computer came out and all this stuff and I just sort of started to get an ear for for a sort of like indie music and and it just didn't it, like the whole world seemed to go nuts for that album OK Computer and it just something didn't it just didn't sort of grab me it didn't I was just whatever sort of thing and um but anyway in about two, late 2000 was it yeah in 2000 um I my, my girlfriend at the time we started sort of going clubbing a lot in London with and sort of ended up having this big group of friends in London and and this guy there he he absolutely loved Radiohead and he got into dance music after Radiohead and I was at that point massively into dance music and anyway he we used to listen to that whole album a lot in that year and and two, summer of two thousand and one especially like when we'd come back go back to his after even just drinks at a pub or right. in the morning after we were all hung over or when we got back after clubbing or whatever, that that album would go on and oh, it was just, it's just unbelievable. And, and I know that a lot of, they, they say it don't mean a lot of films and stuff, but, that you when they master a an album, I stick it on a cassette and go and listen to it in a crappy stereo in a car, and it's like if it works well in that, and it's it's a good. And I'm just like, oh, but sometimes I'm like, I, I like a big stereo, and I like a yeah. big sound, and that album. I just, I listened to it so many times over and over and just sat on trains, trundling back and forth from friends' houses, from clubbing, from this, from whatever. Like, had it on mini-disc. I've got it on mini-disc, purchased <laughs> mini-disc, not recorded, actual <laughs> mini-disc. And, um, man, it just, like, the, it's just amazing. It just absolutely... Amazing album, and and it's not my favourite album of Radiohead's. Like, but what that did, what that album did, was sort of make me go, "Gee whiz, man, this is just incredible!" And then from there, started absolutely, just like literally worshiping the ground that Radiohead right. walk on. And then um, Amnesiac came out shortly after that. And if I've, my memory serves me correctly, it came up really in real quick succession because they recorded it at the same sort of time and it's kind of like a disc too Mm. is the way i had sort of someone once described it which i thought was quite a good way of putting it i could be totally wrong but that's what i've believed for the last 17 years Mm. but um but then yeah then went back and like their album the bends just just like if you like indie rock of any sort which is probably the sort that you because you're a much heavier rock yeah whereas um yeah, so that's probably the sort of, that the Ben's and OK Computer is probably the mm. Radiohead you think of. But then what happened there, and a lot of people went, oh, no, Radiohead used to like them, you saw their old stuff, but since today, and I'm just like, but whoa, like, <laughs> That's where you got into you, it. Yeah, that's where I got into yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah. I, I always felt like some people just kind of missing what what was going on, and, and it was just like so wait, this it, exploration. Like It felt like Radiohead would just, Going on this amazing exploration of music and sound, and and it's just like, and I love that. I absolutely love it when every single album from an artist or an or a band is different. And it's mm. it's like, man, that is Not... that track is definitely from that album. That track is definitely from that album because they all have their own idea. And it's like, they're. Ex- I mean, I mean, how long have Radiohead been going? And they're still together. They went to bloody school together. They're yeah. like, they're childhood friends. And they're still making amazing music and still going on the same journey. We haven't. So, when, gone... you,
1: when you talk about journey, right? Yeah. Like their journey, but it kind of sounds like that was the beginning of your journey into dance music and that whole world, right? Is that well? That I'd, from, I Thomas no, I
0: was in dance music. You mean it already I, I I got to that album through. I was clubbing and dance music was absolutely everything. And then this guy that I was clubbing with a lot. He absolutely loved Radiohead, and he used to play that a lot when we went back to his house. And then from that, I was then like, "There is definitely I can I get the buzz around Radiohead. I see yeah. what they're doing now." And then I went and sort of listened to their earlier stuff. And um but that to me, that album, and I love everything since that they've done since there more than their earlier stuff. Which a lot of people, a lot of like the indie kids, they they're the other way round. They don't like the later stuff, which is fair enough. And but to me, it's just, I, I love the way that they seem to have just explored sound and what they can do and and just new instruments. And they've just totally embraced it. And it's too just, easy to just, see
2: the regurgitate the same stuff. Yeah, style. like, oh, that worked
0: well on the last one. Yeah, I think we'll put... We'll do but it, they, they yeah, do it's, explore, it's, don't, it's, don't they? They've tried so many different things. Just, it, it's just unbelievable. New sounds. What, yeah, that's that's really cool. So Beautiful.
2: Was there a particular, um, so that track in particular, was there anything?
0: That track, I think was, a, I, I picked that track because A, it's one of my favourites off the album, right? but more importantly, I think in it, it captures a lot of what's going on on the whole album. It's kind of like his voice, the way he's, like in, in some of the tracks you have to be, you have to know what Tom York, how his voice does his thing I mean, right it becomes like an instrument like seagull ross for example he's like half english well quarter english quarter icelandic mm. quarter whatever else he wants and then a quarter of his own made-up language that's in his own world like wow. he, he makes stuff up he everyone everyone who's in icelandic thinks it's english and everyone who's english thinks it's icelandic but he's like nah, i just made stuff up <laughs> basically like what's it called when you um <coughs> Uh, Speaking scat. in tongues, oh, no, scat, <laughs> basically, a bit of jazz. just like funk. He's just made <laughs> scat to jazz ambience, yeah. But, um, <laughs> but it's, it's, so it's kind of like he's and he's sometimes it's a bit jarring and people can find it jarring, whereas that it's not his voice isn't so jarring. I mean, not that I find it jarring, mm.
2: like, but I, 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 I don't his voice like makes it. me feel really melancholy. I'm just a bit like, Ooh. right, I don't,
1: yeah, it does have a. A kind of ghostly yeah. sounder, isn't it? A bit ethereal, a little bit thin. I, lo- I mean, I, lo- I love Tom York's voice. I think he's amazing, and he's all- his solo stuff. I really, I actually prefer that more than Radiohead. Eraser,
0: eraser, eraser, eraser. eraser I eraser, think, eraser. yeah, yeah. yeah erasers. A- yeah, it's a bad <laughs> name. Yeah. That's next week's choice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's his name? The guitar player, something Stuart. What from Erasure? From Ar- oh no, that's a different band altogether. Uh, <laughs> I just remember it was... <laughs> I'm getting my, all my bands mixed up <laughs> no, yeah. there. Rod Stewart, uh, no. Um,
0: but yeah, Erasure is incredible as well. Yeah, it's, just, it's along that same sort of.
1: But that's slightly spooky sounding, right? Yeah. Slightly on edge. It's not. It's not yeah. a comfortable thing to listen to. I don't think yeah. Radiohead for me, or a lot of it isn't, because it has that kind of. Is this you talking edgy. about this particular well,
2: album or the? Indie stuff as well,
1: or no, this style more so than the indie stuff, you know. When they went more electro and put down their guitars
0: a bit, what as in you, you don't like it, and it's fine if you don't. No, I do, I prefer it, like you prefer it, yeah, to their Ben's okay computer, Pablo Honey type thing, yeah, yeah. cool. And for and even though you find it, you find it, did you, what was the word you were just using? I think, do you
1: know, you listen to some music and it makes you feel sort of quite. You can make you feel We can make you feel anything, right? It can yeah. make you feel safe or comfortable yeah. or on edge or pumped mm. up. When I listen to Tom York's voice, it makes me feel a little bit uneasy. But I like it. It's a nice feeling. Right. No, it's not a nice feeling. <laughs> it's a feeling I like. But it's not. I wouldn't sort of curl up on the sofa and um, put Tom York on, for instance. Right. Because it, it makes me, it's intriguing. It makes me intrigued yeah. as to where he's going. Yeah. It does. It feels like a journey, to yeah. use your word. Right. But it does feel like it's going somewhere.
0: See that's funny because I, I listen to, like in this day and age, it seems like there's just we, there isn't time for just taking that time. What to sit down and in front, sit down and listen. Yeah. I mean, when was the last time you just sat and listened, did nothing but sit and listen sit in to front a of a stereo, and maybe look at the record art sleeve, mm. rec- record sleeve art? Mm. But it's just like man, when I was younger, just well, I did, I yeah. did that. I had a beer in my hand and. A, just sat in the night and nowadays if I'm going to sit down and do that if I'm like man I just fancy taking some time and it, I will be like Radiohead I'll be right. Radiohead is it because I just find every time I listen to it especially if you can't do it on a, on a cellar those speakers you sold me will mm. <laughs> got a certain Tanoi Mercury ones Off the back Mark yeah, Tews <laughs> and um yeah and um just like Every time I listen to it, I find something else in there. where I'm listening I like that whoa, I'm like what how come like I've been listening to this for seventeen years, and I've never heard that little detail. I, I think
2: that often comes with when you do take that time to sit and and listen like there's there's definitely stuff you, you've been listening to for you know a decade and you'll sit actually sit down and okay yeah the the quality of the of the audio system is probably going to help, but if you just take that time to sit and just Listen to it, rather than just have it as you know, just background noise.
1: No, it's right. I mean, there's a couple of people I know who do take time out regularly to do that, and they all have record players. So they'll grab the vinyl, 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 and you've got 20 minutes on the side of vinyl, having you up to that. Right. So and then you have to get up and interact with it, and turn it over and pick another track, pick another album, and they listen because you kind of have to. You can't do that passively for long because you have Mm. to keep getting up and changing it.
0: (laughs) I have got a record player, and I am part of this vinyl revival, and. I don't care when people like no, it's just a fad. Yeah, well, I've invested some money into mm. an industry that I do give a shit about, so it doesn't matter if it's a fad.
2: Can you remember where where you were when you first heard that album? Like, yeah. is there like an actual exactly. night you were like? I know
0: exactly where I was. I know exactly where I was. Spillbean. Uh It was a place. Oh, I can't remember. I could walk to it. Um, it's <laughs> ah, okay, it just yeah, right. near Baker Street, a little, a little flat just near yeah. Baker Street Station, basement flat. Very, very nice and swanky, far nicer than mm. any of us should have been. In. Right. Um But yeah, he just, he got on the dot-com bubble, this guy, and he just got in his company at the beginning and he just made a fortune just because he was there, got in early and wow. he grew with the company and he had this, he was must have been 21 same age as me and um, just uh, yeah rolling in it well not rolling in it but he was young so it's just like I'm, I'm living in a nice house and it doesn't matter but it uses a lot of my wage and mm. a, a real real nice place great location and it was a, it was yeah it was down in his basement the apartment in uh, on his couch in his big cream couch with a massive <laughs> marble fireplace with a huge stereo and just lots of beanbags oh, and stuff like that. And Do you remember where you were clubbing and, and dancing the night before? It would have been fabric, right? Nice. Or no, it would have been fabric that night. Great club, mm. epic club. I hear it's reopening.
2: I have heard, yeah, I've heard it. Also, yeah. that also. Fairly managed Manchester. Um, so, from from that album and Radiohead, like, where did that? Did obviously, that took you on some sort of journey and a different avenue in your.
0: Yeah, well, really, with that, it was more. With that particular album, it was more. It opened me to, to Radiohead and to, not write them off because they've done, because of what they've done with OK Computer yeah. and, and the bends. Because, as I say, I, I just wasn't grabbed by OK Computer, and I know so many people are like, oh, it's a life changing album, <laughs> and and that's that's cool, that's great. Yeah. But it, to me, it just didn't. There are some great stuff on it, but it, it didn't grab me like other albums have by Mm. other artists. And um, I I didn't really get what all the fuss was about with it. But um, but yeah, kid A. Yeah, Yeah. knocked my socks off. And then from there, I just pretty much... It didn't really take me into more different genres because I was already into dance music usually and I was exploring producers and DJs in that. Mm. And it didn't really and at that point I that's all I was sort of cared about I listened to bands as well but you know it was a kind of like David Gray Coldplay era so it was just sort of like pop sort of bands pop mm. indie if you like um, and so it didn't change anything there but it just made me so appreciative of what Radiohead did and but yeah and it's still there today it's like one of my Favorites, but it, and it's so good for that that album, knocked my socks off, and they've they've knocked my socks off to the further that I have other and other albums which I prefer over yeah. Kid A now because they're a band that just keep going and they're yeah. not, not running on their there's like the success of their first album or yeah so that's my track i brought mm. to the party. Nice, shout. if you want to check yeah.
1: out Ed's track, Radiohead, Idiotech from the 2000 album Kid A. Correct. Check it out. Yeah. Nice Sweet. one. Thanks, Ed.
0: Great. Pleasure. Pleasure.
1: Next up Who is it? William. <laughs> 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 What's your track, Will?
0: If you had, if you'd have told me, I'm glad that you didn't say. I'm glad I said don't don't say. Because uh, okay, if right, you had right. said Limp Biscuit, yeah. my preconceptions would yeah. have would have been stifling to my enjoyment of that. Right? Like I, I was like that's familiar, but I couldn't identify because right. of my. Um, did they? Did they do chocolate
2: starfish? Chocolate starfish, yeah, hot dog flavour. So yeah. that's like their big, yeah. So break, yeah, yeah, breakthrough album. Breakthrough really. album I've actually New got UK. some statistics about that album. If you'd like yeah. to hear it, I should Stats. I might get on. Come on, that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'll get on to that <laughs> in yeah. a second. Well, well um, because that that was that was what year was
2: that album, man? Chocolate. chocolate starfish. That was two thousand and one, I believe. And this, yeah, this wasn't off that, was it? This was before. Yeah. Yeah. So that album. album,
0: chocolate starfish, was. You know, it just massive, and mm. it got played a lot, and I didn't. It didn't chime with me, yeah, yeah. and um uh, and I, and so I would have had preconceptions. Whereas that was much more, yeah. This is this isn't my usual thing. Right, right. But I'm not like I'm, I'm not. Turn <laughs> it down, Yeah, <laughs> I'm not like, yeah, yeah. Okay, we get the idea. Move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, yeah. So like, I liked it. I find an American that I find his voice is not my favourite vocal. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest, oh, mate, you're not, not the only diplomatic. one <laughs> um, but I like I like it. It sounded it sounded very very produced. Like yeah. the, the drumming on it, the yeah. percussion on it was like very crisp and sharp mm. and which uh, yeah, I like the, the drumming intro on it. Yeah. It's just like real Chris almost like ruined shots on me. Um, you
2: know, yeah. I was... Go on. I was really... Um, I was I was wondering whether I should play Limp Bizkit or not because they, they get so much flack from musos and just general public, even people that enjoy metal, new metal. They just get absolutely slated.
1: So for the people like myself who don't know why they get
2: slated... Why do they get slated? I don't know. I don't get it. Like I for me like I think because when I got into them for me it was something so completely new and different from anything that I'd ever heard before. But I don't know why they get such bad rep. you know. Did they, they
1: set out or I don't think is like
2: i this is a good time to go into the stats about chocolate starfish was the I think in their, fir- in their first week it sold a million copies, on the first day it sold 400,000, which makes it the fastest selling rock album ever. Wow. That's incredible. Mul- multi-platinum six times. So they're a pop band by definition, right? Ah, uh, See I think... They're popular. <sighs>
0: they've done alright and they've some done, people like, are fuming
2: <laughs> <laughs> probably I, yeah, I think because they hit I mean I was pretty what was it 99 I was pretty pretty young when when I first heard that and they'd had an album before that you know they sort of, they sort of formed in 94 95 first album 97 which production wise is completely different it's really um, it's really raw kind of production um, which a lot of bands of that era have, have kind of gone going back towards because they've become sort of overproduced which we sort of talked touched on earlier mm-hmm. and sort of getting back to that kind of raw raw sound that they came originally came from um, so to join them in in the second album you know i i was I didn't even know about the the first album and I remember sitting on a I think I was at school on a school trip and someone had a someone had a Walkman and I think it was my mate Ollie or someone and he had an older brother who was into it and I was just like from listening to kind of religiously listening to the Sunday afternoon chart countdown on the radio I'd, I'd sit by the radio and sort of record all the tunes that I liked that were in the charts and sort of not I listen to the Beatles a little bit but I'd never heard like just anything so everything was so far removed from from that and that was the song that was because it's the, it's the opening track there's an intro track but it's not actually a song so that introduced you to this whole new world of rock absolutely Wow, wow. which again you know Limp Bizkit they get a bad rap but that song and that album has put me through you know obviously listening to it with a mate he obviously enjoyed it and then finding out what's inside this whole genre and it's it's huge you know it's not just it's not just sort of rap metal new metal it's you know metal and rock alternative rock heavy rock just all of that stuff and it's it, you know, it was just a, a massive eye opener for me, and I still have really fond memories of of listening to that on a Walkman on my mountain bike, just you know on, on the headphones and just pumping it. Taped the off ears. the radio. Not, not nec- No, not that album, but that was on tape. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just fantastic. It really, really was. And sort of being being that young, I suppose I must have been thirteen, and you kind of it's almost a, it just felt like a bit of a rebel you know it was yeah it still puts a, still puts a smile on my face listening to it I can say <laughs> <laughs> listener <laughs> will has got a beaming <laughs> beaming face on right now you might be able
1: to hear his smile yeah
2: i went to see them um i think it was before christmas with with you know the, the very the very person that i listened to that song with and friends that i've made through listening to to the genre who consequently I played in bands with and um you know old school friends that we all kind of grew up from from that age listening to and discovering sort of new new metal bands and, and stuff like that. Um and it was I, it was the most amazing night and seeing I was Limp Limbiscuit and corn and corn, you know, they in a similar sort of um yeah originate from a similar you know, similar decade. Yeah. And sort of time so it was just yeah like just just think about it makes it makes me smile it's brilliant i love it fantastic awesome <laughs> brilliant track
0: that's like you should have gone first to introduce this as a segment because that was exactly it like it's exactly what i was getting at that's just brilliant mm. really. that tune just takes
2: you straight back know what so it doing. takes you like on to the, a bike yes well, it was popping wheelies yeah, yeah. the, the <laughs> first time I was on a coach on a school trip on a still yeah. I don't I can't remember where we were going or whatever just I just remember being on that coaches it yeah it's so funny and then there was other there's other tracks on that tape like Pantera and I was just mm. oh my god this is this is madness but <laughs> I love it you know yeah Brilliant. <laughs> That's so cool.
1: I mean you still listen to rock music, right? You know, oh, metal. Yeah, I yeah, love a, it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. You go out um, to London yeah, yeah, to see yeah. it. Yeah. Um and it started there.
2: Yeah, That's I guess so, cool. so, yeah, in a way. Like <laughs> I, I the it's it's tough like around around Dorset to find somewhere that you can I it's 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 a weird thing because a lot of people when you sort of say or, you know, if you were to sit down on a sofa and listen oh yeah, listen to this metal album and just listen to it. Cup of tea. You know, well exactly, <laughs> like some people get completely different emotions from oh, I don't know completely different emotions from different types of music. And a lot of people they obviously there's metal that is just really grating to listen to, but mm. it's quite hard work. But some stuff it's just yeah, you just sit there and it just makes me smile and and I can't, I can't put my finger on why. Although it's in a really aggressive kind of style of music, it's just it kind of it can make you feel so elated in a way from out of a, an aggressive sound. Bizarre.
0: Like yeah. I think I find in metal is I'm not a metal at all. But I just and I, as you all well know, I don't play any instrument. But man, I just am absolutely blown away with the sound like they're, the technical what seems to me to be just the most amazing mm. technical of it to, mm. to pop those sounds out of guitars and stuff mm. and I'm just I'm like yeah I, I hail it as although it's not everyone's cup of tea I think you'll struggle to find anyone who says that they're not bloody fret wizards mm. those guitarists and and the drummers as well mm. just I know, uh, yeah just blows my just like the the sound that they create—it's mm. just, I find it amazing. He's definitely on his schooling on it, on his education, and a <laughs> Well,
1: stay tuned to the Sonic Yards yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's going to be plenty coming from Will. I think <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he might not be alone. We'll In,
2: see. Oh, okay. Well, there's, there's, there's definite other, there's other styles which I absolutely adore. But yeah, for me, that I think that was a good. um a good place to start. Me, I like I it. And I like that
1: it stayed with you. That's yeah, really yeah. cool. Yeah. Nice tune. Nice tune, Will. Cool.
2: Thanks, chaps. So that
1: was um, Just Like This, Limp Biscuit, 99 album, Significant Other, Will's track. Yeah. Anything to add, Will?
2: No, that was great. I enjoyed that. Cool. Nice. Thank you.
1: All right, next up, I guess that's me. Yeah. Yeah. All me. right, let's press pause, listen to the track <laughs> God, and come back. Damn. <laughs>
2: Excellent. Wow, Wicked. that was, that was almost choice. slightly unexpected, if I'm honest, but I like it.
1: What, are you saying I don't come across like a metaler? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. I don't come across <laughs> like <No>. a metaler. <laughs> <red. laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Rage Against the Machine, Killing in the Name of. Wow. 1991, when I was 15... Are we sure we got that right? 1991? Well, let's check. Uh, we'll get
2: our producer to check the stats. Yeah, that's crazy. yeah it doesn't sound Nah, it doesn't that old it sounds incredible 1991 wow Wow. holy smokes yeah that's insane so yeah that
1: and that track for me i loved the music it was really cool it was i was 15 years old rock was everything we listened to all my mates but specifically that track right takes me back to a river in bedfordshire where me and my mates would hang out, and of we would, it does. We'd, of course, it does. We'd make a fire middle of the summer, hot, make a fire. Yeah. We'd be smoking fags. Sorry, mum, if you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a massive rope swing, really, really huge rope swing at the time. It seemed incredible. And we would go, we'd climb up the tree, loads of us, and the key lyrics, and Da-na, da, and then you'd jump in head first <laughs> into the river. <laughs> so for me, that just, that track um, represents kind of a whole part of my. Yeah, growing up, a massive part. Mm. So it's actually, it's kind of more than the music. And I think there was, is that the one that was redone as a Christmas number one a few years ago, right? So (laughs) so it's like 15 years, 20 years after the first time around. (coughs) But yeah, that's what it, it, it means something so much to me. And when we were thinking about what is the first track we want to play on this podcast, that just like immediately sprang to mind for me. I don't really listen to that kind of music much these days, mm. um, but it just stands out from decades ago. <laughs> I oh, just it kept it? Yeah, sh- yeah, yeah, shooting through. Um, and this weekend, my mate Nick—I don't—I think you've met.
2: Um, just had a baby. Just had yes, a baby. Yes, so yeah. I, haven't,
1: I haven't actually spoken to him since he's had the baby. But he's um, so he—it was yeah—he and I used to cycle like miles across the country, <laughs> ca- right. catch up with our mates over there, and. Uh, yeah, smoke fags like it was <laughs> coughing and spluttering, so jumping into the river.
2: Who, who was who was the kind of, was it someone that introduced you to that or was it just something you found organically?
1: Yeah, so Nick, you, Nick used to play um, drums, he used to go up to the Guildhall School right. of Music and he was a percussionist. Uh, so you had lots of people who knew music and were into music in lots of different ways. Around that time I think we were listening to other stuff like, um, what are they called? Angel Dust was yeah, so Faith we listened no to like Faith No More, yeah. and Mike Patton, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So it's kind of like edging into that kind of punky yeah. rock stuff. But when that came out, it just kind of swept everyone of my my generation. I'm a, I'm a couple of years older than you guys, maybe mm. a little bit more. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just the track. It was what we all used to listen to, and it was just it, it was a, it was kind of pop, but it was quite sweary and shouty. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the album cover was just just wicked, the wicked, burning wicked, monk, the burning monk. Yeah, yeah exactly. And it just, yeah, just it's traveled with me across the years.
2: What I find really, what I like about that song as well is that it is, it's timeless way more than a lot of pop music is. You know, pop, well, a lot of songs come and go, but even now, when we go out into into Camden, we go to the ballroom, that song comes on. And there's, you know, there's, there's people that are younger than. Younger than ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, still early twenties. That song comes on, and the place just erupts, and people just love it. And these twenty-year-olds, and that song, you know, was out before they're even born, so they've obviously gone from listening to from something and gone backwards and found this track or this band. And it's just, it's incredible how it it still has staying power, and it's, it fills me with, comfort, you know, a bit of pleasure in a way that, that metal can still. Have that longevity in a way. Well, yeah, I think you're right. It's it's cool to know that kids are still listening
1: to it. I Mm. say kids, twenty, twenty year olds, young adults, (laughs) young adults, people (laughs) listening. But I think as well, I don't know, I don't know what the BPM of that track is, but it's the kind of perfect head. Swaying. Quite pretty slow. Yeah, it's quite slow. But it's like if you do want a headbang, not Mm. like proper rock out in a mosh pit. But if Mm. you wanted to sort of sway and swing your head. Mm. And back then, yeah, curtains, haircut was all the rage. I seem to remember (laughs) undercuts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it was just—it was awesome. And then I think there's also a little time signature change halfway through the song where it just kind of it changes the pace and it slows you down. And then it goes again and it really rips yeah. up. So it's, it, I can't sit still. Like <laughs> Right now I'm yeah. boffing away. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I can't sit still even just thinking about that track. It's, mm. It just takes me takes me there. Yeah. So that's
0: my... Great choice, man. It's, oh, I brought it for that um, Up Yours Simon Cow thing a few years ago. And um, I could probably twice, actually, just because I really don't like him. But... <laughs> You'd man. heard it before. Oh, yeah, you? yeah. I already owned it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, oh, we've got the album. We, I've got the album. So for someone that
2: doesn't, you know, you were obviously into massively into dance music and yeah. stuff like that. When when did you discover the rage?
0: Uh, it's one of those songs that's just been there. Mm. And whether, it, I don't know, I can't think of anyone who would say, no, I, I Get it off! Don't like really? it. Like it's, yeah. I think it's got. I think somehow it stirs that rebel in everybody, mm. but especially everyone I know. Um, in fact, I do know some people who'd take it off. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I just they're probably not, not listening right now. It, but, yeah, probably not. <laughs> um, but they, but I just think it it kind of stirs that kind of that kind of little. You know, when you were that sort of age. Of you know you you're a young adult and you're trying to be an adult and you're trying to be you're trying not to be t- treated as a kid. You, you're smoking and you're yeah. building fires and whatnot away from your parents and and it's just everyone's got a bit of that. Whether you're at school and you you want to be in the cool gang or you're at school and you you want to get more cigarettes or whatever you just kind of want to rebel and your mum's telling you to come in before it's dark you're like so you! I want to stay out it's like that song strikes a chord when I mean, mm. you and you go to university and you and you work a Mac job and you your mates are out on the source and you're doing this Mac job it stirs that in you like
2: mm. you
0: boss man I don't want to flip any more burgers <laughs> and then you you finish that and then you go you finish university or whatever it is and then you you go on to a proper job and fuck you boss I don't want to do any more photocopying I've got a fucking degree and um <laughs> fuck you I won't do what you tell me yeah. and it just stirs that I'm like you know it just gets it, in everyone. Yeah. everyone's everyone got that person they want to go fuck you I won't do what you tell yeah. me whether it's parents teachers bosses it gets you in a 15 year old government. rebel yeah. way yeah, <laughs> to just, just go get, and it to gets it on up. everyone and it's not it's not tapping into that teenage rebelness it's just like as, as an adult, you're quite legitimately allowed to go. Do you know what? Fuck you, motherfuckers! You know, and that, and it's such a good release. If you just yeah. crank <laughs> that motherfucker and yeah. just let go, it's it feels it's therapy. You know. Yeah. I'll Talking spent a lot of money, <laughs> I should have brought more of that.
1: <laughs> the expletives from Ed have gone from being quite. Quite calm. Yeah. Fuck
2: <laughs> you. I thought you tell me
1: child-friendly content. To uh, yeah.
2: pretty sure, like when when that whole, I'm I'm sure this is the. Same, it must be around the same time when they were doing the the Christmas number one thing. I'm sure they performed on BBC Radio at some point before Christmas, and they were performing that song, and they were told by the producer, if he wouldn't mind. Please don't swear and sing that last part of the song as if they were going to yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I've okay, got to listen it. to you. Yeah, I, I've <laughs> got to find a clip because yeah. I'm sure, I'm convinced that they obviously ignored all instruction and just blasted it out yeah. live on radio. Well, okay. what have they got to lose, at this stage in the game 20 years on?
0: <laughs> what I remember of it on the week leading up to it, they uh, they were speaking on, there was like a telephone interview with one of them with their lead singer and he said you know this is this is fantastic it's so amazing to see everyone still sort of like Mm. loving this tune and yeah no we believe that there's more to music than just you know molded pop pop bands who are just chewed up and spat out at the other end and and they said you know if we make it to number one we're going to come to london and do a free gig I did. <laughs> yeah, I I had tickets to that and did I never you? went. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I remember seeing them in Reading 2000. It's the only time I've ever seen them. Right. And I think that was one of the last times they performed in the UK before they sort of split up, I guess, or took hiatus. But yeah, I never... I, I got, was in the lottery for the, or the ballot yeah. for that free gig, got tickets and, and never went. I was just an idiot. Um, but Rage Against the Machine is... Um, was a classic band of almost one of the first bands which i tried to learn on bass guitar me too yeah they had a sort of a bit of i guess the was it the music that influenced my decision or i don't know which came first i can't remember but um yeah great great tune so did that kind of did you listen to carry on listening to Ray through their albums or was it just that that one song, or just that album? Well, that album in particular. That because oh, yeah. that, that album is full of classic
1: tracks. All of yeah. them, not the same as that. All, all a little bit different, but just kind of perfect for the for the mm. moment for that summer. You know, there's that. That's the album of that summer. Um, and yeah, do, I very rarely listen to it now. I don't feel there's there's quite a few actual bands from that era, and we'll probably talk about this over the coming mm. um, weeks and months, I suppose. But there's quite a lot of music from that era which I just don't connect with it at all anymore it's it's almost like it's a different person that used to listen to Right, it. but that one yeah that I can't like I say I can't sit still when it's on
2: okay, that's another another thing like how your your taste evolves because I know another the mate who introduced me to Limbuskit, his brother his older brother he's his you know his taste was like original Metallica Pantera his mm-hmm. taste is is now so far beyond that yeah, snack. I mean, he is in his 40s, but... Snap. <laughs> yeah, it's just quite... I, but, it, but it's I true. can't imagine that, like, that happening to me. Or, like, you know, 31, whatever. But, I don't know, I just can't... Well, f- I mean,
1: for me, that's something that's not... It didn't wait till I got to 40 and then I suddenly changed. I've, I've always changed my, sort of, the music I like. I don't particularly get wed to stuff. Mm. And I think when it was tapes, TDK 90s or whatever... Mm. You just listen. You have a, a collection and listen to them over and over again. CDs, same sort of thing. But now with music that's streaming, mm. um, I I rarely listen to the same thing twice. So even when I'm gone streaming services, I always go to sort of the radio and let it guide me to where I want to go. Right. Um, this might be a controversial thing, but Radio Three is quite a big thing I listen to. Uh, one particular show called The Late Junction, which is the most eclectic mix of like Andean nose trumpets. And street rappers and classical music and, and and it's and Japan just things from all over the world from Asia and mm-hmm. South America and Africa and and the UK. So I rarely know what I'm listening to, <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> so for this, <laughs> for you guys, <laughs> I need to really sort of start paying attention, which I don't. So I'm mm-hmm. quite pleased that we're doing this because it's going to help me yeah. try and keep track. But I, you know, it's almost like a John Peel session in my head every day, which for the this the band never comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but back back in the day, it was you'd find an album, just listen to it till every single lyric is ingrained mm. in my brain. Still now, twenty five mm. years later, I don't have to start wonder if I know the lyrics. I could definitely spout them all now. Mm. But it would help if I was twenty five up a tree, about to jump, <laughs> up, off <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> with the smell of uh, smoke all around, yeah. ready to uh, oops kick in the kick in the studio
2: there. That's a great. That's a good memory. I like that. That's an awesome memory. Yeah.
1: But that's what it does for your music. It's yeah. t- me, music. It takes you back
0: where
2: it used to. We're going to go river swimming this
0: summer. Nice. Blanford? Hands in. Who's in. One, two, three. And oh, we're on. We're in. Who's coming? Yeah, Blanford Defo, man. That Sweet. bridge jump is pumping. Yeah.
2: I've done a good bridge jump for... Good tracks. Years.
0: Yeah, I like so that, it. Good that tracks, team. That was my tracks. Show us your
1: tracks. So uh, that was Killing in the Name, Rage Against the Machine, from 1991, believe it or not, the first time. Gee, was all right. That's it. We're, we're done. I think anything else to add, chaps? Nah, nope, we're good. <laughs> Tapping out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I've learned a lot today. It's been fun. Yeah, it's um, been awesome. Ed 37, clubber, dad, stand by your beds. Will rock, metal, small hands,
2: unbelievable, <laughs> <laughs> just not big
1: enough. <laughs> Sam, Radio 4, Radio 3, <laughs> small hands. Um, so that's that's it for this time. Thanks for listening. If you want to find out more about us or get in touch, go to the website, which is sonicyarns.co.uk, or you can find us on...
2: Twitter, Instagram...
1: Or Facebook, and look for Sonic Yarns there too. We'll catch you next time. That We've been Ed, Will and Sam. Toodle pip. Adios. Cheerio, bye.